The Rogues of Sea and Sky. Tales from the world of historic, adventure, and steampunk fiction. Join us as we share our stories, interview fellow artists of all stripes, and discuss building an audience for our creations. Greetings, everyone. I'm Michelle Stinson-Ross, Chief Reveler and Teller of Tall Tales. I'm here today to welcome you aboard the pirate ship Siren Song and introduce you to our crew and our mission. Today you will be listening to Chapter 1 of Revenge of the Siren Song, available on Amazon.com as a Kindle ebook, print book, and very soon, Audible audiobook. Enjoy Chapter 1 of Revenge of the Siren Song. Chapter 1. A Kidnapping The first time he woke up, Liam O'Shea was immediately aware of a bright light shining in his face. That triggered a throbbing headache, which, in turn, reminded him of all the rum he'd consumed while carousing with his crew the night before. He instinctively shut his eyes against the glare, grabbed his tattered excuse for a coverlet, and tried to roll away from the sunlight. Then froze, eyes still shut, when he felt a cold, sharp blade against his exposed neck. A silky brush of hair tickled his face, and the sweet scent of a woman tickled his nose. A warm and sultry voice whispered in his ear, Liam, your crew, to the last man, is passed out drunk. I could kidnap you and take that sweet little boat of yours, and no one would so much as raise a hand to stop me. The hair brushed across his face again. Suddenly, the world went black and sideways, and Liam's head felt as though it would split open before the blessed darkness claimed him again. The second time he woke up, Liam became aware of his throbbing head before the light in his face. His mouth was sticky dry, and the rest of his body ached almost as much as his head. "'Well, I see my guest is finally waking up,' cooed the same sultry voice from somewhere in the room. Slowly, Liam opened his eyes and saw that he wasn't in the dingy room he'd rented for the night, but rather in a captain's cabin of a ship, a ship that was not his. He bolted upright and regretted the move as soon as he'd made it. Partly the regret was caused by his swimming head, but mostly the regret was due to the flashing cutlass blade that was suddenly at his throat. "'Don't be getting any bright ideas, Captain O'Shea.' If you don't behave yourself as a proper guest aboard my ship, I'll be obliged to tie you up and treat you as my prisoner. Liam's head quickly cleared, along with his vision. Holding the other end of the sharp and deadly cutlass currently tickling his throat was a dangerously beautiful pirate queen. Shiny raven locks cascaded around her face and shoulders. Mysterious hazel eyes gazed penetratingly into his. A deliciously pouty mouth seemed to invite a kiss, were it not for the blade between them. Liam relaxed, a trifle. "'I would be a fool indeed to threaten harm to a captain aboard her own ship,' he said. "'You have been known to be a bigger fool at times,' she snapped as she withdrew her cutlass. He took advantage of the moment she turned her eyes off of him and grabbed her up in his arms. He kissed her hard, forcing her body against the bulkhead. Holding her there— he trapped her wrists above her head. He burned his kisses upon her mouth, and his eyes went dark with passion. She did the only thing she could to get him off of her. She bit his lip hard enough to draw blood. He cursed and let her go, his instinct for self-preservation giving her the advantage she needed. 
She slipped away from him and pulled the knife from her belt. Once again, Liam found himself on the wrong end of a blade. It would do you good to remember whose ship you are aboard, she spat. You seem to be quite adept at threatening me with sharp objects, but what do you really intend to do with that? He asked, licking the blood from his lip. Assert myself. Really now? And just what assertions would those be, lass? He grinned, knowing he'd unraveled her a bit. Men of the watch! No sooner had she raised her voice than three huge men came bursting into the cabin. My guest has yet to learn his place. Put him in the brig until he cools off, and don't fail to use the robust irons, she ordered them in a coolly confident tone. Oh, really now, Liam exclaimed, his Irish brogue growing thicker. Do you not have the nerve to face me one-on-one, or are these to be our audience? My ship, my rules, she breathed in his face. I don't think you will have to hold me down to kiss me back, lass. And I doubt the likes of these could hold me long anyway, he taunted as she walked away from him. Why, Jameson here still owes me a pint of rum, and not that swill he's taken to drink in either, a pint of the good stuff. The man holding down Liam's right hand averted his eyes from his captain sheepishly. Liam took advantage of his distraction and embarrassment and, with the flick of a powerful wrist, took Jameson's knife from his belt and threatened the other guard with it before giving a gust of laughter. Nay, lass. As you have already pointed out, this is not my ship. I'll go where you bid me, as I've peaceably agreed to, he said, flipping the knife expertly in his hand and handing it back to Jameson. Wise choice, she growled. You intrigue me, tis true. He flashed another smile her way. Watch and learn, she said as she turned on her heels and exited the cabin. The men dragged Liam out onto the deck right behind her. She was already barking orders to the rest of her crew, so his captors just stood on deck with Liam in hand until she gave them further orders. Helmsman, turn us to the south. I have a score to settle. And someone, see to it, this fool learns some manners. South, eh? Liam chuckled to himself. Hoist the mainsail. I want the wind in my face, boys. Lass, why are you heading south in the warm coastal waters off the Florida shore? Liam began to ask a question, but the captain cut him off. What is he still doing on my deck below with the bastard? After Liam had spent several rather dull hours sitting in irons in the dark, smelly bowels of the hold the lovely captain of the siren song finally visited her prisoner alone. This time her tone was blunt, but not unfriendly. Liam, did you really think I'd tell you what was going on while you could still jump ship? That American bitch is making trouble for us all, and there's no way any of my crew would believe you'd come along willingly. Since you are the worst liar of any pirate I've ever met, you left me no choice but to kidnap you and explain later. Stealing and sailing requires little lying, I'm afraid, and my eloquent dulcet tones are lost on most, Liam grinned. Trying them on me won't work either, she scowled. I assume your crew will eventually come looking for you? Unless they suddenly don't want their part of the treasure I've buried, you can assume so, Captain O'Malley. That horde won't be worth a damn if we don't stop her. I'm mostly all ears for you. Mostly. 
and she will hang you from the yardarm and burn you as soon as look at you, she continued without pause. What you ever saw in her, I'll never know. But now she's added my ship to her merry little game, she fumed. Look, what do you want me to say, Grace, that I made a mistake? I didn't, not about her anyway. I've made a lot of others since then, more than we have time to count. We both have. But what can be done about it now? What can we leverage to take vengeance? She's been playing both sides. She thinks she's been so very clever. Liam nodded his head and asked, so what's the plan? I'm not so sure I should tell you yet. I need to assess your loyalty. Is this an attempt to get me to swear an oath, or are you just going to let me voyage in irons until your suspicions of me wear thin? Up to you, but I'm leaning toward the irons option. A smile spread across his face as his thoughts tumbled through the body options the irons might provide. Just how do you intend to assess my loyalties? Now would be a good time to prove your devotion. He stood up. And how would you have me do that, he asked. He took as many steps forward as his chains would allow and stood so close a stiff wind would have made her touch him. Do you want me to drop to my knees, look up at you, and give you lip service? He asked with a sly, suggestive smile. Dinner, she choked. We'll talk. He walked back over to his tiny stool and sat down. Dinner it is. To continue following the adventures of Liam O'Shea, Captain Grace O'Malley, and the crew of the Siren Song, be sure to look up Revenge of the Siren Song on Amazon.com and Audible. You have been listening to The Rogues of Sea and Sky. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Stitcher or iTunes, and follow host and author Michelle Stitson-Ross on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube for more on writing and marketing fiction.